Welcome to Spartan Up. I'm Joe DeSena, founder and CEO of Spartan. Look, things may seem really confusing right now, uncertain, even fearful. But you've been listening to this podcast, you've been training for Spartan, and this is what we do. We face and tackle obstacles. You made a commitment to yourself, and we're committed to you. All right, I'll meet you on the Spartan Facebook and Instagram every morning at 6 a.m. for a morning workout. You're not alone. I'll be there with you, and there are tons of Spartans taking this time to get stronger, smarter, and survive. We're here to feed your mind, your body, your spirit with a dose of grit and resilience. We put together a special episode with information from experts who... Sorry, that's my bird in the background. So here's the deal. Wash your hands and start listening. And meet me and my bird at 6 a.m. on Facebook. We will get through. We're going to crush this. In addition to Joe's bird, we've brought together advice from a bunch of experts. Feel free to skip around to find what you need. We're going to start with our friend, Dr. Paul Kilgore. You may remember him from our last special episode. He's going to share the current medical advice, but tailored specifically for Spartans. After him, we're going to hear from Joe Polish. He's got advice on keeping in balance, calm, and positive. We'll also hear from registered dietitian Karina Coffin. She's got recipes to help you stay healthy, even when you might have limited access to ingredients. Next, naturopath Dr. Stephen Cabral is going to share his de-stress protocol and our Spartan Health host, Dr. Nada Milosevic, will talk about natural immunity boosters. Jesse Levin, the founder of Tactivate, will share his insights on community readiness and responsibility. Zach Evanesh from Underground Strength will help you design home workouts. To round out the show, we have advice for small businesses from Amy Swift Crosby, thoughts from Red Shoes Living's Lonnie Main, and our own Johnny Waite, who will ask, so what? Hello there, this is Dr. Paul Kilgore for the Spartan Up podcast. I hope you're doing great today. Wonderful to be back here with you today. And I'm back to talk about any quick updates we can tell you about for COVID-19 and the pandemic and epidemic here in the United States. So as you know, uh, the virus has spread to all 50 states and we are seeing quite an uptick in cases, which we expected and that's going to occur for a couple of reasons. One is that there is community spread of the virus. And number two, we're actually getting more testing done across the United States as the test kits get ramped up and rolled out to all the states across the country. So we expect that. What we also hope, though, is that people are getting the message about social distancing, staying safe, and good hygiene. So there's a few things to tell you about that. One is that one great way to protect yourself is just separating yourself from other folks for the time being. And this is really difficult. It's never really been done in the United States and many other countries for control of an infectious disease. But right now, this is the best tool we have to actually stop the transmission and epidemic. And we can get back to our normal routine. That's the goal. So when we do feel sick, if we do have symptoms, Things to watch out for with COVID-19 are fever, shortness of breath, and cough. These are the big three, but there's other ones as well. You can have a sore throat. Even it's been shown that people can present with diarrhea first. So that's something new to know about. You may have diarrhea and nausea and vomiting, and that could be the first sign that you have COVID-19. This is a bit new, so I wanted to get that out there as well. There's some other really new information that we're learning about people hospitalized in the United States. You may have seen a New York Times article 
quoting uh, data from a report by CDC. And what they're telling us now is that there is clearly a risk of people in the age group of 20 to 50. No doubt about it. We know that there's older people that are going to be at high risk. Those with underlying medical conditions are going to be at higher risk as well. But regular healthy people, especially people that do Spartan races, could be at risk for COVID-19. There's no question about that now. So we do need to take care no matter who we are and no matter what age we are. We have seen that children may be less likely to have severe disease, but keep in mind, anyone who has the infection, even if they're asymptomatic or have very mild symptoms, can still shed virus, can still spread the illness. That's why no matter who you are, the social distancing, the good hand hygiene, the good techniques that we know of to cover our cough and sneeze using a tissue or our elbow are really going to be important. Also reducing direct contact with people through like handshaking and other things like that would really be a great way to protect yourself. As always though, there are things that you need to do to stay healthy. That means getting good sleep, getting good food that's healthy for you, and making sure you stay well hydrated no matter whether or not you're exercising or if you're just at home resting and relaxing. And those are great things always to do. And keep in mind that they will help make sure that your immune system stays strong. So there's a few other things I want to mention. One is that we are looking forward to the day when we may have a vaccine or drug, neither of which are available yet, but we're going to look forward to that, hoping that we'll get that in the near future as well. And stay tuned for future discussions because we may find that there are ways to protect ourselves through drugs or other prophylaxis that could be beneficial for you and get you back on the road to protection. Now, keep in mind, I'll be back on future podcasts and episodes. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to email to me. That's at quant, Q-U-A-N-T, at quantitative-health.com. Quantitative is Q-U-A-N-T-I-T-A-T-I-V-E, and that's hyphenhealth.com. Or you can call me, uh, the phone number is on the quantitative-health.com website. Don't hesitate to reach out to me. Love to hear from you. Thanks so much. Take care. Thanks, Dr. Kilgore. Joe Polish is the founder of both Genius Network and Genius Recovery. He has four tools to help you stay balanced, stay calm, and stay positive. He's sharing lessons learned the hard way. It's practical, actionable advice. And lots of great reading recommendations, too. In these crazy times, being a Spartan, now here's what I would say. I listened to the previous podcast on what to do, how to take care of your health, mindset, all of that. And what I wanted to continue uh, on with this short recording is some recommendations on things that I think will be most helpful to you. And certainly I will be doing them myself. Well, certainly a lot of people are stuck at home or isolated, and it's really hard to fight silent battles. In the world of recovery, what I've discovered in my own recovery uh, from addiction uh, is there's four things that you can do that give you the highest possibility of staying sober, uh, getting sober, and also even if someone's not an addict, these are incredibly beneficial. The first is community. Nobody recovers in isolation. And when we're now in a situation where we're in isolation, it's more important to stay connected uh, through whatever means possible. If you have a family or a partner, that's great. If you do not, if you're single, if you live alone, 
then however you can stay uh, connected to people through the phone or uh, online, then do your best. Silent battles are hard to fight, and I know a lot of people are in fear and a lot of people are struggling. And it's always helpful for you to reach out to anyone that is in that position that will help you. The second is it's biochemical. It's uh, nutrition. It's exercise. It is supplementation. So make sure that you are drinking water. You are sleeping. You are doing the things that keep your serotonin and dopamine in a, uh, you know, as much of a balanced state as possible. And, and I know that sounds maybe ridiculous to some people in the midst of what's going on, but do your very best. The third is trauma work, breathing, yoga, anything that will put you into a, a flow state, meditation, uh, that sort of stuff. And so what I would recommend in terms of books, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer is an amazing book. The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel van de Kolk is a fantastic book. How to Stop Worrying and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. It's an old book, but it's amazing. That's very, very powerful. So as much as you can you know, keep yourself in a non-freaked out state and be careful who you take advice from and listen to because there's a lot of people that are going to be sucked into the panic. And certainly a lot of it could be very legit and very real. And others are just people that are scared and they're going to contagiously spread their fear in that way. And then finally, the environment, you know, having setting up your environment so it is, is peaceful and conducive to you being in a accepting state. This particular point in time, the serenity prayer makes a lot of sense, even if you're an atheist, you know, it's your version of it. You know, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And the real key is the wisdom to know the difference. There are certain things that you can control and that you can do, and there's others just getting into a place of acceptance. It's a new world. It's a, and, and I don't know how to navigate all parts of it, but I'm staying connected to people that I can and listening to the advice of other smart people that want to be encouraging is critical. And like I'd said on a previous um, recording that I did, I have a friend named Dave Kekich. He's paralyzed from the chest down. He spent half his life in a wheelchair, and he has these things called Kekich credos. And they're amazing. And one of them is, you know, cut all ties with dishonest, negative and lazy people. Another credo is, you know, an hour of effective, precise, hard, disciplined thinking can be worth a month of hard work. And so th there's times right now where if you literally the answers of what to do are inside of us, if we ask ourselves the right question. And I have a, a dear friend named Keith Cunningham and another amazing book. There's lots of time for some people to read. So this is a good time to just fill your head with uh, great skills and capabilities in the form of reading or just reading things that put you into a, you know, a better mindset. So he has a book called The Road Less Stupid. And one of the things that he recommends is called thinking time, where you literally take, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. You write a question at the top of a piece of paper, not electronically. And you write. You just literally write and you think. Anthony Greenback, who wrote another book called The Book of Survival, he has a quote that says, in order to live through an impossible situation, we don't need the reflexes of a, a Grand Prix driver, the muscles of a Hercules, the mind of an Einstein. We simply need to know what to do. And when you find yourself not knowing what to do, sometimes you just need to stop and you need to think and you need to pause and you need to write. Uh, the other thing is you reach out to people and you just talk to them. You stay connected. So anyway, I know I hit you with a lot of books. I know I talked about several things, but I hope this is valuable and I wish you the very best and just know that there's people out there that are fearful and they're scared and sometimes just reaching out to them will not only 
be incredibly beneficial and helpful to them, it'll be very beneficial and helpful to you. Thank you, Joe. So you're eating out less now. Now is a chance to think about eating and preparing healthier foods. Spartan pro athlete and registered dietitian Karina Coffin has a few easy recipes for you. She's chosen recipes that will work well even with substitutions in case you can't get everything you're used to at the grocery store. Hi everyone, this is Corinna Coffin. Food offers us so much, but most importantly, our health. Perhaps this time of social distancing and self-quarantine can help all of us get back in touch with the things that matter most, including our personal health. So the nutrition tip I'd like to share with you all today has to do with eating healthfully when stuck at home and limiting grocery store trips. You can get pretty creative making meals with simple food combinations using carbs, protein, and healthy fats. For example, a smoothie using fruit, milk, and yogurt, maybe some nut butter, and potentially you could even sneak in some spinach or other greens and veggies in there as a nice additive for extra fiber and just getting your vegetable intake. Another option could be a bean salad using your favorite bean or combination of beans. And beans are so incredible because they're fiber-rich, nutrient-packed, and a great plant-based protein option. In combination with this, you can use cheese or olives or avocado as your fat source, and then whatever vegetables you have available, regardless of form, fresh produce works great, frozen, canned, you name it, anything you have on hand works. And this is just one of my favorite recipes because you can honestly throw anything and everything in there. And then what I like to do is top it with an oil and vinegar dressing to add a little bit of additional flavor. But honestly, it tastes great without it. And I just encourage you all to think of this time as an opportunity to work on creating better food habits for yourself and for your family. Aim for better, not perfect. Stay healthy and safe, guys. We'll talk soon. We asked our own Spartan Health host, Dr. Nada Milosevic, MD, to share advice on general immunity and health. Later in the show, we'll hear more advice and some of the latest studies from naturopath Dr. Stephen Cabral. Hi, Spartans. This is Dr. Nada, the MD host of the Spartan Health Podcast Show. Like everyone else in the Spartan community, we're using this time to pitch in, lean in, help and do all the things that we can to support each other to get to the other side of this health crisis. I wanted to share with you some simple tools that can be really helpful in the short and long term. There are things that I'm doing myself. And for any of you that have uh, seen my show, I like to talk brass tacks, scientific evidence, simple things that can really be effective to not only improve your health, but improve your performance. And how we're dealing with COVID-19 is no different. So first of all, I want to refer you to two of the show's episodes, two of the Spartan Health episodes that might be helpful. One is episode 13 on some natural treatments that can help boost your immunity. And also in particular, episode 35 on the benefits of zinc. And I'll get into that in a moment and why that can be helpful. So in the media, we're hearing all sorts of stuff and it's making some folks very nervous and it shouldn't. First of all, when they talk about things like hand washing and social distancing, it really matters, but it's easy to do and it can carry you a long way and I'll tell you why. First of all, hand washing. In terms of the coronavirus, it is susceptible to soap and water. So I wash my hands a minimum of 20 seconds and it really can be effective. And why does that even matter? Well, the reason they're saying this to us is because the virus can live on surfaces. And let me tell you for how long. Copper, 
it can live for about four hours. And then cardboard, which is a paper product, for about 24 hours. For plastic and stainless steel, for up to 72 hours, about three days. So let's say you're touching a table, a doorknob, a steering wheel. That's why it's important to wash your hands, but it it can be that effective. Another thing is zinc. And as I said, I talk about it in one of the Spartan Health episodes, but let me tell you how it can be helpful. Let's say the virus is aerosol. It can live in the air for several hours. That's why social distancing matters, and it's highly effective and easy to do. With the virus, if you were to inhale some, before it can make its way down to your lungs and it's in your respiratory tract where it can take hold, they have found that zinc is something that the coronavirus is sensitive to. So if you have zinc lozenges, you can take a lozenge, melt it in your mouth, let it go down your throat, and help to prevent the virus from making its way to your lungs. Some of these simple tools, um, another is we talk about social distancing and hey, I'm doing it too. It may not be fun, but it makes a difference. The virus can live aerosol for about three hours. So again, just maintaining a bit of distance and doing some hand washing and certainly staying calm. As Spartans, the way you approach this virus is the same way we approach any Spartan race. You know the facts, so you know the course. You think clearly, you focus, and you get to the other side, you finish. And that's exactly what we are going to do with this. To everyone in the Spartan community, I wish all of us to stay safe, be well, and be healthy. Taking care of yourself is important, but just as important is finding ways to be of service. Jesse Levin is the founder of Tactivate, which brings together special ops veterans and first responders with entrepreneurs. They deploy to solve tricky challenges like the one we're facing now. Spartans, my name's Jesse Levin. I am the twin brother to my far better half, Sefer Alexandra, the Seed Huntress, and co-host on Spartan Up the Podcast. I run Tactivate, a small collective of military special operations veterans, professional first responders, and entrepreneurs that deploy around the world to solve really tricky challenges in both disaster zones and the private sector. And Spartan Up Podcast crew reached out and asked me to share some thoughts and advice on current day realities. So let's talk about proactive whole of community readiness really quickly. We're all familiar in this community with resilience and grit. Spartans are amongst the most resilient and gritty community that we have in this country. But readiness is something a bit different. If you get hit in the face and you get back up and you trip over an obstacle and you get back up and you get hit in the face, you get back up again, that's resilient. But ready, to be ready, is if you learn to block and deflect and you work on your agility and you can sprint and clear those obstacles with no problem, then you can get up a lot quicker and you can stay up a lot longer And being ready makes you truly resilient because you can be a lot more efficient, a lot more effective, and it's working a lot smarter than just hard. Proactive readiness also very much applies to disaster response. Our country, generally speaking, we're very dependent and we're very complacent, which makes us very reactionary in times of emergency. Make no mistake that we are experiencing a drastic increase in frequency and severity of large-scale disasters, whether they be wildfires, earthquakes, hurricanes, and now pandemics. But we also have the capacity to respond. Our first-line responders, our doctors, our military, our government organizations do incredible work, and they do a lot of work behind the scenes that most of us are not aware of. However, it is incumbent upon us as last-mile local capacity, as community members, as individuals, as entrepreneurs, as hackers, as gym owners, to take responsibility for ourselves and to proactively step up to be of service. Let me give you an example of what that looks like in action. 
Hurricane Sandy hit New York and all but incapacitated traditional infrastructure. At the time, we were working with the Rock Climbing Gym Group, and we did a quick survey of the ecosystem and realized that we had a large footprint which might be of use. So we called Team Rubicon, an incredible organization that deploys military veterans around the world for disaster response, and we said, hey, we have a couple thousand square feet. Why don't you use this as a base of operations for your efforts in New York? And what, is that, what did that turn into? A small group of, of entrepreneurs and private sector folks reached out to an, to an NGO and collectively formed tremendous impact potential, which ended up being one of the largest and most sustained response efforts of all during Hurricane Sandy. So make no mistake, as a coder, as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, as a gym owner, as a fitness coach, it doesn't matter. You have tremendous impact potential and you have the responsibility to be of service. We are all now very aware of the prepper community and what it is to be prepared you don't have to be a, the stereotypical prepper that you hear about that's been making ready for 10 years with containers full of guns and MREs in the backyard. Hey, look, it's a great idea to be prepared. You should absolutely be prepared. You should not be in a place to have to be reactionary when these types of things happen. You should know how to communicate when the communications grid goes down. You should absolutely know how to use a med kit. You should know what to do when the power goes out because the fact of the matter is when there's a large-scale occurrence, our systems become very constrained. And those of us who work in the medical profession or our first responders know even during regular times how spread thin our system is. That is not to say that our country can't absolutely handle what's coming. And that we're not prepared, but we all must step up as individuals to do our part. You must think very creatively, very proactively, very entrepreneurially about how you can be of service to your neighbors and your local community. You don't need permission. It is absolutely critically important that we think about how we can be of service here. This is not a technical commentary. This is more of a cultural comment that we have to change our culture and our our systems in our country to shift from being very reactionary to being proactive and ready. We absolutely have this as a collective community, as Spartans, working with our first responders in support of our doctors. Let's make sure we keep a close eye on what's happening and we stand up as we might be able to as individuals, as community members, as business owners, and as Spartans. Thanks, Jesse. Next up, our own Spartan Up co-host, Johnny Waite, who helps put all of this into context. What can you do now and what can you do next to stay positive and productive no matter the circumstance? Hey, Spartans. Johnny Waite here, one of the hosts of the Spartan Up podcast. You know, over the last five years, we've traveled the world interviewing hundreds of incredible people, and we ask them all the same basic question. How have you developed the grit and resiliency necessary to succeed no matter what life throws at you? I was honored to be episode number 16 when Joe interviewed me, and our producer Mary entitled that episode, Johnny Waite Wishes You a Hard Life. Well, what did I mean by that? I sincerely wish everyone an interesting life, full of challenges and obstacles and even difficulty. Why? Because in leaning into that, in overcoming that obstacle, in growing stronger in the process, that's how you develop a life of meaning and purpose. Well, all of our lives got a bit more interesting and a lot more challenging recently with this global coronavirus pandemic. And I have one question for you. So what? And what do I mean by that? Anytime life throws a challenge at you, anytime you find yourself behind the eight ball, frustrated, struggling, ask yourself, so what? So now that this has happened, what do I need to do to respond to it? So what now what? So in the face of this, what can I do to be powerful? And there are so many examples in this pandemic. You may get sick. So what? So now that you're sick, what do you do to get better? Someone you know may get sick. Someone you love. So what? So now that they're struggling, what can you do to support them? You may be stuck at home. You may be facing job loss. You may be facing financial hardship. You might have even seen your life's dream that you've poured all your resources into and was just on the cusp of succeeding suddenly upside down. 
you still got to say, so what? So with this reality, what do I do now to move powerfully forward? Keep looking forward. Don't look back. It's no time for self-pity. It's no time for why me. And if you find yourself feeling that at all, remember this is the whole world and you can certainly find someone to help. And the minute you help someone else take a few minutes out of your day, you're actually going to realize you're a little bit better off than you thought. They're going to be better for it. You're going to be better for it. One thing I want to share, so I'm a life coach and I get to work with people um, every day, helping them with their passion, their purpose, their plans. It's a huge honor, but it's actually also been really, really important and powerful for me this week. And here's the reason. So a couple of days ago, I was struggling. I, uh, I was trying to be positive, trying to be optimistic, but this is a big deal. And I was saying, how's this going to impact me? How's it going to impact my family? How's it going to impact my friends? You know, I'm stuck at home just like everyone else. And uh, yesterday, my busiest coaching day of the week, on that one day, I have 10 coaching clients. Each has a one-hour call. So it was 10 hours of coaching. You'd think I'd be exhausted by the end. It was the opposite. I was so stoked. Why? Because I spent 10 hours talking with people about their purpose, about their passion, about their plans. And here's what I realized. Yes, lots has changed, but not everything has changed. You do not need to spend the next month sitting on the couch watching Netflix and eating ice cream. You need to be your own boss. You need to decide what is my purpose? What is my plan? What is my program going to be? So you can get up every day powerfully and you can come out of this better. You can come out of this stronger. You can come out of this better, able to serve the world. And I'm going to tell you, the world is going to need us all to be at our very best when it gets back to some kind of normal. So be your own boss, make your own plan, get up every single day with purpose, passion, and be more powerful than you were before. Most of you know Zach Evanesh from Underground Strength. He's a regular contributor on the podcast. You may not be able to get to the gym right now, but don't worry. Zach has solutions. Spartans, how are you? This is your friend, Zach Evanesh, one of the family members of the Spartan Up podcast. And in this mini episode, we're going to be sharing with you some of the principles that I've implemented with my underground strength gym since the early days, since the days of having no gym when it all started in my parents' garage and backyard. So if you can't go to the gym and life is essentially on lockdown now, the one thing we never want to stop is taking care of our physical health, which also goes hand in hand with our mental health. So I'm going to share with you a story about some great workouts that started in 2001, maybe 2002. The first little setup I had was in our garage. We had an extremely small garage. A car could barely fit in there. The ceiling was extremely low, so you couldn't press weights over your head. You had to go outside. But in that garage, I did have a dip bar and pull-up bar. I also had two sets of dumbbells. I had a pair of 50 and 100-pound dumbbells. Now, you don't need dumbbells that heavy, but having some weights around the house give you the opportunity to do all types of exercises from goblet squats to lunges to the clean and press to a floor press to walking lunges to farmer walks, renegade row where you're in a push-up position and you row the dumbbell to your body. These exercises are extremely challenging. They could be done as a circuit. Now, things get really exciting when you start to get creative and you start to see what's all around you. And for me, that was looking in my parents' backyard. We had a large tree that got knocked down during the storm, so we had a big tree stump. So I'd go outside and I would chop at that tree stump. We took beach towels and slung them over the low branches to do pull-ups that were very intense on the grip. There was stones lined up in the middle of the backyard, so I would take those stones 
and I would just mimic basic barbell movements or dumbbell exercises with those stones. I would do carries, squats, lunges, bent over row, clean and press, exercises that challenge the whole body, but they also challenge the grip. And because they were so awkward, they made you focus and really push yourself mentally because it wasn't comfortable. It was an odd object that if it was going to slip out of your hand, you were in trouble. So you had to really grip the grip the stones, hold on to them. Your whole body was working overtime. In fact, a friend of mine, Marty Gallagher, he always said, Zach, the style of training with sandbags and stones and odd objects, it builds the in-between muscles. Now, Speaking of sandbags, you could go on YouTube and find simple tutorial videos on how to make your own sandbag. You could get an Army-Navy duffel bag. You could even use an old book bag. Then you take a few contractor bags, fill them up with play sand, tape them up with duct tape, and then you put them in the Army-Navy bag or an old book bag or an old duffel bag. And now you could do those basic, powerful, result-proven exercises I told you about. But one of my favorites is a simple one called shouldering, where you simply pick up the sandbag, or you might even have one of the pancakes at home that you picked up from Spartan.com. You take it from the ground, and you just pull it right up to the shoulder. I call it zip the jacket, because you keep it close to your body. You touch the ground gently, you squat it down, boom, zip the jacket, pull it up to the other shoulder. So you could do shouldering, clean and press, squats, lunges, You can even incorporate circuit training or interval training where you carry for 30 seconds, then do burpees for 30 seconds, then rest for 30 seconds, then repeat for 100 rounds, as Joe DeSena would say. Now, last but not least, I'm going to give you one of my favorite ones, but of course, all of these exercises and activities, you've got to use caution. You've got to use common sense. You've got to make sure that this homemade equipment is secure and put together well and and not dangerous. One of my favorites is had an SUV and I would take my SUV behind a uh, building. If it was closed down on the weekend, I'd shut the engine off, put the car in neutral and I would push it. Your arms are straight up against the back bumper. Your legs are driving. Your abs are working. Your back, shoulders and arms are working. Very, very powerful. So there's this saying that I like to share. And this is how we're going to close out for my friends here at Spartan. You can find a way or you can find an excuse. So of course you could do calisthenics, burpees, squat jumps, lunges, um, all kinds of push-ups, lateral push-up walks when you're walking on your hands, bear crawls. You can do exercises with bottles of of, uh, dishwasher and washing detergent, of course. But I love getting outside and getting some fresh air. There's always a way to train, so you can find a way with the list of things I just explained to you, or you could find an excuse. But you're a Spartan, so you're not going to find any excuses. You're going to punch those excuses in the face, and you're going to crush your training. And right now, opportunity is knocking. Make sure you take a photo or a video and tag us on Twitter or Instagram. We would love to see how you used this information. Many of our listeners own small businesses or are entrepreneurs, so we've brought in Amy Swift Crosby to give you some advice for navigating this complicated time. Hey Spartans, this is Amy Swift Crosby. I co-founded Body Squad, 
recovery studios in Boston, and the Spartan team asked me to share what I think small businesses should do during this time of crisis and uncertainty. The things we're doing to maintain a presence and just stay bonded as a team and stay connected to our customer is continue to build the same community that we do in our studios online and in any virtual way we can. So for instance, in our case, we're inviting fitness and wellness leaders to share their virtual classes on our platform because we want to be supportive to our community. So look for ways to be in service. If you have a food company or a snack company or something that could be delivered, then see how you can support health and medical workers in some sort of meaningful way. Um, if you are in fitness, you're most likely already streaming your, your classes, but maybe make them free for the next week or two. Build goodwill, stay connected to your people, and be a partner in people's mental and physical health in any way you can. This is the time when the brands and the companies will be remembered for who they were in a crisis. And the way to land on your feet on the other side of this is to be a leader and be an empathic one and really feel what's going on in your community and look for the opportunities to serve. It's not about profit right now. It's about living your purpose and, and really being true to your North Star. Lonnie Main from Red Shoes Living has some thoughts to share about what all of this means for us. I started pulling out old exercise equipment and old weights, and I brought it not only in my garage, but I actually brought it right into my living room. And one of the things that I found out is that I'm picking those weights up a heck of a lot more than I would normally do if this wasn't happening. Even in conversations that I'm having with people, I was on a video conference call the other day where we could see each other, and I literally had my bands, and I was uh, you know, just doing some bicep curls with the bands, and I picked up my weights, and I was doing some exercises. And it was funny because for a minute there, everybody gave me a hard time about it, and then they all started talking about it and said, look, this is the new us. It's an opportunity to reinvent ourselves. I am communicating now from a professional perspective with video and I'm using FaceTime with my friends and family. These are things that I hadn't used in a long, long time, not to the level that I'm using now. I've decided to reinvent myself within the business making some changes in the business. I'm trying to be as va- you know, value-based focused as I possibly can. And along the way, I'm also trying to help others out locally in our community in Park City with the businesses that are still open. We're trying to support local businesses. We're buying gift cards at businesses to try to help them from a cash flow perspective. So my point is this, rather, you know, you're, you're at home today working with, with remote teams or rather, you know, you're in a business that has just currently been shut down for, for what we're experiencing with coronavirus, there is this chance to reinvent. There is this chance to gain perspective. There is this chance to be inclusive. There is this chance to really do the things that we haven't had the opportunity to do for a long time. So I just wanted to share that with you. The world is starting to rise. They're coming together in the most positive way. So as challenging as this is for all of us, Whatever you're experiencing, we can get through this. But I would challenge you to positively reinvent yourself and do things that you haven't been able to do for a long, long time and keep that perspective. We're going to get through this. Thank you, everybody. We've asked Dr. Stephen Cabral, board-certified doctor of naturopathy, to share his de-stress protocol and some of the latest studies coming out of China.
This is Stephen Cabral. Spartan Up asked me to share some advice with you, which I would love to be able to do that now with the latest updates on the coronavirus, specifically the COVID-19 strain. What I am going to talk about is something that we've been sharing with our private functional medicine practice, where we've completed over a quarter of a million client appointments, as well as now reaching over 20,000 people a day on the Cabral Concept podcast. So uh, what I'd like to do right now is give you the absolute latest updates in natural health. I do not want this to be misconstrued as uh, diagnostic-based advice or medical advice. You should still seek out medical care as needed. However, in the natural health-based field, just over the past week, we have seen now new studies coming out in certain nutritional supplements that are being fast-tracked to deal with this particular virus. So I'd like to bring you the de-stress protocol that I use in my book, The Rain Barrel Effect. It goes through eight different parts and it will, will help you do your best to promote overall immunity. So what it's going to do is boost your immune system naturally, which I think we could all use at this point. Right now, what I want you to do is really focus on what you can do and not focus on what you can't or may or may not be able to prevent. So in terms of diet, if you have not already started an elimination diet, if you had not already cut back on alcohol or processed food or, or anything that's going to lower your immune system through anti-inflammatory-based nutrition, I would absolutely do that. That means focusing on whole foods and eating a rainbow. Now is not the time to do overly long fasts. And the reason is this. The more you fast, actually, the more cytokines you can produce and also the more stress there is on the immune system. So the, although I absolutely do still recommend a 12 to 14-hour overnight fast, uh, I do not want you to fast while in a stressed state. So stop eating three to four hours before bed and begin an hour or two after waking. It seems to work for most people. So if you go to bed at 10 p.m. and you stop eating around 6 p.m., if you start eating again at 8 o'clock the next morning uh, to help reduce stress, they, that may be highly beneficial. Term, terms of exercise, keep up with your exercise. You just do not want to work out to exhaustion. Again, working out to exhaustion lowers the immune system and increases inflammation in the body. Absolutely do get your 10,000 steps per day, of course, as long as you are at a fitness level where you're able to, and um, try to get some sunshine if possible. So that is the exercise component. So we did the diet, the exercise. Next up is stress. I know this is a stressful time. There's no doubt about that, but do your best to eliminate stress at all times. That means, please, I know that it's very contagious in terms of trying to see what is going on with the latest news, but I do not want that to make you more and more fearful, which again, will only lower your immune system and hurt your sleep, which we'll be talking about in a moment. So do your best now, if you haven't before, to begin meditating. Two 10-minute meditations a day can make a huge difference upon waking and before bed. Listening to binaural beats, meditating, anything that will calm those stress levels and pull you out of that sympathetic nervous system state will be highly beneficial. The next part is toxins. This is a time to begin to lower your total toxic load. That means Anything that you are doing to increase toxins, anything from alcohol, um, too many plastics, drinking tap water that has aluminum in it or fluoride in it or chlorine in it, you want to be able to protect your gut microbiome and 
at the same time boost immunity with no additional toxins coming in. Uh, we'll talk about supplements, many of which will help to reduce your total toxic load by enabling better phase one and phase two liver detoxification. Of course, alcohol, smoking, all of these things are going to hurt right now, and we don't want to use those at this time. So uh, the next up is rest, the rest part of the de-stress protocol. This is the time to get your eight hours of sleep. And using good quality sleep-based supplements such as melatonin, I will chat about that in a moment, can help with that. Uh, typically, healthy humans should be getting between seven and nine hours of sleep. I've spoke about this many, many times on my podcast and the reasons why uh, no one does well on less than seven hours, even if you don't feel tired. So what we want to do is use sleep right now to induce deep sleep and parasympathetic nervous system activity, which is healing. It allows the immune system to be at full function, especially if the body's not working on digestion, which is one more reason why you want to stop eating three hours or more before bed. The next part of the de-stress protocol is emotions. For emotions, I want you to control what you can control and allow yourself to believe that everything will be okay. I want you to, again, prepare, but not panic. In terms of supplementation, we are seeing uh, three new studies being uh or taking place right now in China on high-dose vitamin C. We're seeing the benefits of zinc. We're seeing the benefits of vitamin D3. And we are seeing the benefits of melatonin. All of these are, hopefully, will be out within the next couple of weeks. They, of course, will be short-term studies. Uh, but of, in terms of looking at this particular virus, I hope that we'll be able to find out some great information. The truth is, though, right now, we should be using a good daily foundational protocol. We use something called the Daily Nutritional Support Formula or an activated multivitamin with all of your B vitamins that are going to help with methylation, uh, daily fruit and vegetable blend, which is essentially 22 organic superfoods uh, to get all of your good nutrition there, a good quality omega-3, and a daily probiotic. The others we are adding to that is vitamin C, zinc, and vitamin D3, maybe melatonin. So those can be on a daily basis right now to keep your immune system as healthy as possible. And the last part is of the de-stress protocol is success mindset. Remember, there are always challenges in life, and this is a big one. The difference is this is a pandemic-based issue. That means the entire world will be dealing with this particular virus. So we have to, at this time, help each other out. We have to stick together. We have to pass on information that is beneficial and, of course, keep up with uh, what is going on in the world. My highest recommendation is that uh, about 80% of the people may never have symptoms of this virus. But that means that a, longer, a lot of younger people may be passing this on to people 50, 60 years plus or those immunocompromised or pregnant. So for the benefits of those people that are most at risk, which is predominantly over 60 or 70 years old, I do recommend that we do more virtual-based calls, that we do a little bit more social distancing in terms of that population since they are the most at risk, and also that we allow that population to get the majority of the care, the hospital beds, the ventilators, etc. Hopefully this was helpful. I know um, it is short and it was right to the point. You can find out more information and updates for myself on the Cabral Concept Podcast, as well as going to stephencabral.com forward slash virus. Take care. If you think this information is valuable, help us get the word out that you can be safe, strong, productive, and positive in difficult times. You have the resilience and grit. It's what we train for. 
Thanks for listening to Spartan Up, and thanks to this week's special guests, Dr. Paul Kilgore, infectious disease specialist, Joe Polish, founder of Genius Network and Genius Recovery, Karina Coffin, Spartan pro athlete and registered dietitian, Dr. Stephen Cabral, board-certified doctor of naturopathy, Dr. Nana Milosevic, MD, host of Spartan Health and founder of Sage Tonic, Jesse Levin, founder of Tactivate, Zach Evanesh of Underground Strength, Lonnie Main, Red Shoes Living, Johnny Waite, one of our co-hosts here at Spartan Up, and Amy Swift Crosby, co-founder of Body Squad and host of State of the Universe.